What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. If you're ready to unleash your marketing potential and crush your small business goals, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez. Over the past four and a half years, I've helped hundreds of small business owners achieve big dreams with small strategic marketing steps. When I say big dreams, I'm talking quitting that part-time job, five times in your income, or opening your first brick and mortar. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to market your business with laugh out loud personal stories, real life client examples and the occasional f-bomb because let's be honest marketing your small business is so much more than just a marketing problem grab your earbuds and let me show you how marketing your business can be simple doable and fun What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. You're listening to episode number 154. So this is part three in a five-part series, five ways to make the most of your marketing, five ways to make more money with your marketing. So today we are in episode three of this five-part series, and we're just going to dive right in. If you haven't already, go back and check out episode 152 and 153, and those we refresh mission statement and target audience. Even if you have done those with me before, I want you to go back and get that refresher. The episodes are short and it's going to ground you and get you into the headspace for tackling some of these next few episodes together because now we're moving in a different direction, not one that you've been on with me before. So number three, this is one of my My personal favorite activities, especially as a marketing strategist, I feel like this is how we put all of the pieces of the puzzle together and make sure that they are working for our customers and make sure that they make sense. I think this is where my process-oriented brain thrives. I'm also a very linear thinker. So when I think about this, I think about it as a path, like steps to take. Like I gave a workshop recently and I was physically stepping to the right as I explained this topic. So number three is customer journey. Now, this might be familiar if you've been around for a while, but we're gonna talk about it in a little bit different of a way here. So really what we're in, the question that we're asking today is what is the path your customer travels from first learning about you all the way to paying you. Now, for some, it might be easier to visualize a funnel, and we can talk about this as a sales funnel. So I do have a free resource for you in the show notes today. It is a sales funnel template. So when you look at it, um, it might be a little overwhelming at first, but you just have to follow each line all the way down the funnel. And what's great about this exercise or this worksheet is that you can plug in your own activities. So there are some examples on the worksheet that might help guide you through it, but I really want you to do this for your business. What makes sense for you? All of our businesses will be different. Obviously, some will be the same, um, but you just have to understand how it works for your business. So number one, Well, let me back up for a second. Overall, what we are trying to figure out here is where we're going. So as a consumer, it is frustrating to be a part of a process that does not work. Have you ever found someone online or run into them somewhere and you've decided like, yeah, I want to give this person some money. And then you can't figure out how to pay them or how to work with them or how much it costs. Like I can't tell you how frustrating it is to be a consumer on the other end of a broken process. And if you're If you, the business owner, are confused about the process and the journey and where your customer goes next, then they are definitely confused too. And let me tell you what we don't have time for right now. We don't have time for figuring out your process. I, as a consumer, you have to treat me like the laziest person on earth. Like, 
it you have to make it as easy as possible and not because i'm i'm just I'm lazy, but because you value my time and you value the time spent and the fact that I want to pay you. So make it as easy as possible. And this means people double check your links. If you send me a link that's broken, I'm probably just going to delete that email. It is rare that I will actually reply to you and say, hey, just want to let you know that this link is broken. It depends on what it is. It depends on how badly I wanted it. If it was a freebie and I was just testing things out, I might just delete it and say, oh, well, forget it. I have. uh, There was a time recently I paid for something. It was like 10 bucks in an email. Um, (laughs) It's like a tarot card reading in an email. And I did not get what I paid for. Uh, I was supposed to receive an email and a PDF. And so in that case, since I had paid for it, I did reach out to the email they had. They had a great, um, you know, and we all get it. Like mistakes happen, links break the whole thing, um, or your system on the back end, like maybe for whatever reason, your email drip didn't go all the way through. So it didn't trigger to send to me. Um, so I did reach out in that case. And it was it was great because they had the email, like if you have questions or problems, email this right here. And so I did that right away. And then within five minutes, the situation was resolved. And even if that had been within 24 hours or 48 hours, that, that would have been reasonable. And it was resolved. So if you are in a position where you're not double checking everything all the time, or just as a safety precaution, I would suggest making sure you have clear contact information on everything you do so they know what to do in the event that a link breaks or it's not working or they didn't get what they were supposed to receive. Okay, so let's just talk about that right there. Be clear with your communication just in case things don't go to plan because they don't always go to plan and And you don't always know that that customer is going to follow up with you. So anyway, double check everything, triple check everything. And then once you've done that, let's talk about the customer journey and where are we going? So number one, where do they first hear about you? So again, if it's helpful, you can think about the visual of a sales funnel. Right now we're at the top of the funnel, the wide part of the funnel. Where do your customers first hear about you? This is a question we answered last week in episode two of this five-part series. So you should have that already. And I want you to write that at the top of the funnel. Where are they first finding out about you? If you are a maker, you do maybe you do pop-ups, you do markets. Um, If you are an online business owner, a service provider, are they finding you on Instagram? Are you running ads? Are they finding out? Are they meeting you at local events? Are you hosting free workshops? Figure out the first time they're learning about you and then where do they go to learn more? They interact with you one time and they say, oh, cool, I like this person. Let's get to know each other a little bit more. Where do they go next? So in my case, they find out about me at a workshop, then they follow me on Instagram, and then they wanna know how can they experience value? How can they test this out with a low risk commitment? So this would be something like a discount code, a freebie in exchange for their email, or in some cases, like my case, it will be the podcast. You can go to my podcast for free and you can experience the value. You also get a feel for my personality, my delivery, and the, the way that I teach marketing, right? And what I'm gonna talk about in my marketing work with you as a marketing client. So that's number three. How can they experience value with a low risk commitment? Number four, after they've experienced that value with a low risk commitment, they're like, ooh, I'd like to, I'd like to work with this person. How do I work with this person? How do they pay you in full once they know that they know, like, and trust you? That's the next step. Now, 
Hold on for a second. These steps are not happening in a one week time frame. I just hired someone whose orbit I've been in for over two years. I have known about this woman. I have followed her. I have watched her grow. I have watched her offers change. And this month was the month that I was like, yes, yes, this this works for me. And what sold me on it was that actually what she was selling at that time, that offer that she had available didn't work for me. That, that was more than I wanted to commit at this time, more than I needed at this time. And so she worked with me in the DMs and we were brainstorming. And then she had another offer that she doesn't promote on her website. I, she probably reserves it for instances like this. And she was able to offer me that. And that was exactly what I needed at this time. And so that was a great way to capture me. Now I am paying in full for the offer that's available, but it is not as much as the three offers that she was running the launch for during the time frame where we were interacting in the DMs. And so I'm paying her in full, but it's kind of like a low risk commitment because it's not as much as that financial commitment was for the uh, the bigger containers that she was selling. So I knew after and I've I've done some of her freebies, I've done some of her lower cost items on her website. I've been on her email list for a long time. So she has nurtured me as her customer for 2 years. I want you to think about that. 2 years. Now, if you're in a position in your business where you're like, "All right, well, 2 years. I can't wait 2 years to pay these bills." Then we need to come up with an offer that's a quick cash flow, a cash flow injection, a cash flow infusion. What can you do right now that you can launch in the next week or so that's going to get some cash flow in the door? And we can talk about that and we can brainstorm that. And that is certainly something I can help you with. It's something that I go to coaches for to get help with sometimes. And so that's why my services are designed the way they are. So you can book a free 15 minute consultation. I can point you in the right direction. We can talk through how I can help you. And then I also have my two hour marketing intensive, which is great. Such a great option for things like this, right? To talk through your back end processes, to talk through the offers, to talk through your pricing so that we can make sure you are hitting your own income goals and that your business is sustainable. If you're not making money in the business, how can we change that? Okay, so here's customer journey. What is the path they travel from, from first learning about you to paying you? Where do they first hear about you? Where do they go to learn more? How can they experience value or test it out with a low risk commitment? How do they pay you in full once they know, like, and trust you? And then how do you want them to advocate for you if they're happy with the experience? So that's the full life cycle of your customer. It goes from not knowing who you are, learning about you, wanting to know more about you, experiencing value from you, committing to paying you in some capacity, you delivering on what you promised with that payment, then being satisfied with the service, overjoyed with the whole experience, and then wanting to run and sing it from the hilltops, right? That's what we all want. That's in an ideal customer cycle is that not only after you've paid me and worked with me, that's wonderful, but it doesn't stop there. We want you to share about us. We want you to leave reviews, tell your friends. That's how for so long, like the first three years of my business were all customer reviews. And I was out there and I was networking and I was taking all of my marketing action to make sure people knew who I was and that I was prepared for those clients to come in. But by and large, the best clients I've ever worked with have all been 
client referrals or friend referrals. I had um, actually quite a few in the beginning that were my mom's friends. And it just so happened that she was surrounded by a bunch of entrepreneurs that we're kind of in the similar stages and we all work together and grew up together. And so don't discount your network either in these cases. All right, that's it for today. So this is episode three in the five part series. Make sure you come back next week for episode four. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it is one of my favorites. And this week, if you are looking to kind of jumpstart your marketing or grow your business, I know June has been well, we're in July now, but when I'm recording this, it's June and it was has been a slow month for people. So just get out there and go meet some people. Go talk to some people about your business. Tell them who you are, how you can help them and how they can work with you. And just it. what is fun about that to me is it's I never feel bad about those meetings. Like I go it's like working out like there are a lot of times like today. I had a limited schedule for working out. I had about 20, one 20 minute window and I was sitting down and I was about to scroll my way through Instagram through that 20 minute window. And I just put my phone down and I thought, no, I won't. No, I won't miss this opportunity for a workout because I had to knock out these recordings today. I have a presentation this evening. I just really, I needed the workout. I needed the workout. I needed the mental reset. I needed the energy reset and the fuel to get through the second half of my day. And I went down there and did it. And do do I regret spending those 20, 25 minutes working out? No. And it's the same with a networking event. Do you ever regret going to a local event, whether it's a volunteer opportunity, whether it's a free workshop, maybe it's something more creative. Maybe you do a paint and sip or you take a pottery class um, or you um, sometimes our city, like in the spring, they host flower planting. So like you can go and plant flowers for all of the, the big flower pots they put around the city. So get creative with it and go talk to some people and you're not going to feel bad afterwards. I promise you're not. So if that's that's my advice to you if you're looking to grow your business right now and get in front of more people. And then after that, I want you to keep in mind the customer journey. So once those people that you meet at the networking event are like, oh, you're cool. That's great. I want to learn more about you. Where are you directing them? And if they find you on Instagram, where are they going after that? Right. So think through your customer journey. And don't forget, we've got a freebie. The sales funnel worksheet template is in the show notes. Um, so be sure to download that and and work this out on your own. It's very visual for those of you that are visual. And for those of you that are more linear like me, you can just map it out, write it out, draw it out on a piece of paper. Um, the point is to start thinking in that process. What's the process? What's the journey your customers are on with you? Because you want to be clear about that so you can be clear with them at every step of the way. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I'll be back with you next week. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you loved what you heard today, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your community on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at Marketing Uninhibited so I can share you with my community. And don't forget that you can achieve your big business dreams with small marketing steps. Talk to you next week.